Have you ever started something well and then things have just kind of got derailed? You got sidetracked perhaps, or you made some poor decisions. It's happened to me, and that is exactly what has happened with the Galatians. Hey, welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John Drabert. I work at Covenant Bay Bible Camp here in Alberta. And we are excited to be able to bring you the Bible Story Podcast each week. Now, normally, I have a friend with me, my co-worker, Braden Pahowicz. Uh, unfortunately, he's not with us. Uh, he is in Spain, of all places, and he is presenting to a group of camp leaders at a conference there. So uh, he'll be back next week and uh, back in the chair with me, um, and we'll be uh, presenting next week's Bible Story Podcast episode. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about a, th- a few of the things that are coming up here. Uh, February 1st is an important uh, date for all of us to remember. It is when summer camp registration opens, February 1st. If you are planning on coming to summer camp, make sure you get registered on February 1st so that you have the spot of your choice, okay? Uh, super important. And if you're looking into uh, a summer job and thinking, hey, maybe working at summer camp would be pretty cool, uh, we have a number of positions that are open, and you can go to covenantbay.ca to apply. And perhaps it's not you, but maybe you know of somebody who is looking for uh, work this summer and loves Jesus, want, wants to help children and youth grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ, then you can point them our direction. Okay. So we have been uh, looking at the book of Galatians, uh, and one of the themes that is in Galatians is this idea that uh, people try to be right with God on their own human efforts. And uh, Paul, who is the author of Galatians, can simply says, you can't do it. You can't do it on your own. You can't be right with God by following what he calls the law, which is uh, the scriptures that Moses had written and had all these rules. And what the law does, Paul points out, is that it simply points out how we are sinful, how we have fallen short. And so Paul reiterates over and over and over again that you can't be right with God on your own, in your own human effort. Okay, so we're going to look at Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. So it would be a good time to hit pause on that uh, device that you're watching this on or listening to this on. Okay, so uh, Paul starts this chapter with this really big, bold statement. In fact, this entire letter is kind of this verbal correction, like, how can you guys be so crazy? Uh, You've lost the mark. You've lost your eye. Uh, You've lost the target in your eye uh, of how you should be living. And, and, And it's just not going well for them. And so he's got this really bold question for the Galatians in chapter 3. And, it, and, and he's basically asking, well, he's outwardly asking, why are you being so foolish? Let, let me read, let me just read chapter 3, verse 3 for you. And if you've read this already, you'll, you'll know what I'm 
uh, it'll sound familiar. So I'm reading from what's called the New Living Translation. It says this, How foolish can you be? After starting your Christian lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? It's a really good question. And I think one that we can ask ourselves from time to time. Because you know what? I try and be, become right with God, become perfect, quote-unquote, become right with God in my own human effort. And I got to tell you, it goes so poorly when I do that. It's like this constant struggle for me. I have two opposing different forces working within me, right? I have this desire to please God, which, you know, is, is a good thing, right? But then I have this other force, this what's called the, like the sinful nature, this part of me that is just still being transformed, still being uh, made right, <laughs> uh, changed by God. And that's still at work, and it's these two forces working against each other. But because these two forces are within me, I get exhausted. I get so tired of trying to do the right thing when my, there's something else in me that's saying, ah, live for yourself. Do what's good for you. Just do what you want to do. It doesn't matter what, how it makes others feel, how it makes God feel. These temptations that are within me oppose my desire to please God. And inevitably, it wears me out. It, it causes me to be so exhausted that I fall victim to the temptation. That's hard. I don't know if that's been your experience, but that's certainly been my experience. And so I ask, well, why? Why do I always uh, take this approach of trying to to be made right with God in my own human effort. Why do I do that? And I've come to the conclusion it is simply pride. It's pride. Because I want people to see that I'm a pretty awesome person, that I'm a pretty good person. In fact, not just pretty good. I'm incredible. (laughs) At least that's what I want people to think of me. I want people to talk well of me. And I kind of want to take all the credit for it. And if, if I do it my way, well, then I don't have to acknowledge some of the things that are going on in me that are not right. I don't have to fully acknowledge all the, the, the things that are broken and, and twisted and, and just sinful. And so... That's a little bit of the reason why I try to approach it myself. Now, it's not a conscious thought in the moment of like, hmm, I want to take all the credit for this, so I'm going to do it my way, right? There's this, still this, this good of wanting to please God, but it's been twisted. Instead of l- relying on the Holy Spirit, I live by my own human efforts trying to please God, and I and I fall short because my sinful nature is working against it. And, and, well, 
I only have so much energy and, and capacity to, to work. And if I'm working against myself, I'm, well, I'm doomed to failure. It's kind of like being in the driver's seat of a car that you don't know how to drive, you don't know where you're going, and you don't even know where the road is. It's like you're driving blind, and yet you figure you can want to drive and you want to do it your way, and well, inevitably it, I end up crashing, and it's not good, right? So this is, this is where my struggle is. And I don't know if you can relate with that, but the Galatians certainly could. The Galatians started out so well in a relationship with Jesus. They were, they were living by the Spirit that God had given them. They had lived by this idea that if we believe in Jesus, that God will make us right. And some pretty incredible things were happening as a result right? Uh, they, they, they were received the Holy Spirit, and, and there were miracles happening among them because they were living in step with what God had designed for them, living in step with the Holy Spirit. All right, let me, let me read this other verse for you. Galatians chapter 3, verse 5, and it says this. Now, it doesn't give a lot of details about these incredible things that were happening, but they were. And Paul, Paul is still being bold here. <laughs> All right, listen to this. I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. God is doing miracles among them. He's given them the Holy Spirit because they heard the message and believed it and in Jesus Christ. When they believed the message they heard about Jesus Christ, they received the Holy Spirit who guided and led them in their daily walk with God. And miracles started happening among them. God was doing things. Okay, so there's some really important things that we can learn from these foolish Galatians, whom I feel like I can relate to quite well, <laughs> unfortunately. All right? So here's, here's a few things that we can learn. First of all, we must acknowledge that we are sinful. We must acknowledge that we are live in a state where we have temptations that are within us that are that are sinful and so um if we if we don't acknowledge those things then then we're going to be tempted to try and do things on our own okay the second thing we need to acknowledge is that the grace of god has been given to us through our faith in Jesus Christ, okay, through our belief in the Son of God. That's really important, that it is through grace that we are made right with God, okay? So we acknowledge and we recognize that we're sinful people that have been made right with God because of His grace, not through our own human efforts of trying to be good people, okay? 
And so when, when we do this, here's what comes about. Blessings and a lot of blessings. Now, the first blessings is God's going to be doing some, some pretty incredible things in, the midst, in your midst. He's going to be doing things within you, changing your heart, how you think, how you relate to others. And he's also going to be changing uh, the people around you, doing good things in them. You might even call these things miracles, right? And, and there actually may be some miracles that go on as well as you pray and ask God for help. Uh, it certainly has been the case in my life, okay? Now, the other thing that's going to happen is God's going to give you the Holy Spirit. If this is, if this is you becoming uh, a believer, uh, acknowledging Jesus for the first time, and putting your faith in him, then God's going to give you the Holy Spirit. Now, if this is for you a time when you're just like, you know what, I've been trying to be made right with God on my own human efforts. It's time for me just to, to do it God's way. You're going to find that you are more in step, more in tune with the Holy Spirit. And it will be as if God is leading and guiding you well, um, but it will sit simply, um, simply be that you are more attentive or more uh, able to hear his promptings in your life, okay? So, um, so here's, in summary, acknowledge your sinful state. Acknowledge God's grace for you. And enjoy the blessings of the good things that he does in your life to help you, to bless you, and enjoy the Holy Spirit as he leads and guides you through this life. Growth Tip Time! Growth Tip Time! A growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I gave you a little bit of an example or, or how told you, told you how it was for me and maybe why I try to do this Christian life on my own, to please God on my own human efforts. Well, when things go well for us, temptation comes along and my pride, my pride, my sinful nature says, ah, you're doing well. You can do this. Maybe people have even encouraged you and said, oh, you're growing in your faith so well. Good job. And then we begin to think that maybe we are more righteous, better than we actually are. We're still a sinful people. We're still messed up. We still need the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us. We forget that God has given every good thing to us. And so we begin to take credit for things God has done in our lives. And that's not good. We become out of step with the Holy Spirit, so to speak. So here's the growth tip. Write yourself a morning prayer. And, and just use this very simple temp template, okay? Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm, I'm still messed up. And I don't know how I'm going to mess up today, but I don't want to. 
I need your grace. And that's the second part. Lord, give me your grace today. Even before the mess-ups and the mistakes and the, the things that I do that are not right, that don't please you, give me grace. And help me, Lord, to live by your Holy Spirit. Okay, so those are the three things. Acknowledge that you're a sinner. Acknowledge God's grace. And ask for help in walking in step, following the Holy Spirit. Guys, it's been a lot of fun for me. I kind of miss my, my, my partner here, Braden, um, but he'll be back next week, and I look forward to that. Remember, February 1st is a super important day. Summer camp is coming, and we want you to not miss out, nor do we want your friends to miss out. So get registered on February 1st for summer camp. We can't wait to have you there. Hey, guys, we, we love you. We are always praying for you that you will be growing in your relationship with Jesus and that you will experience his love and faithfulness more and more each day.